Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. you know we we are coming back to our series you know that we've been doing over this last um, couple of weeks we are in week 9 of our series called the father's love and um, you know let me uh, again uh, just remind us you know what is the main thing that we've been looking all over these last 8 um, weeks today being week 9 um, the father okay our heavenly father god our heavenly father always and will always in the future in the days to come also will always love us you know for no matter what we have done no matter what we are going to do no matter you know where we have been what we have done in the past you know it doesn't matter what we have come through ultimately the one truth you know that i want all of us to always remember is that my father my heavenly father in heaven loves me you know and there's nothing that can separate you know his love uh for me all right and um, if you remember this okay we the the theme verse that we've been looking at you know over the last 8 weeks week week 9 today is uh, from the book of the book uh, the letter to the roman church with paul the apostle wrote you know here's what he says it's there on your screen we've been looking at this i hope you know my prayer is that you know that this verse is something that you know we'll keep constantly reminding ourselves because it is the truth and uh, this is something that we need to constantly keep reminding ourselves and this is what it says and this hope is not a disappointing fantasy okay that because now we can experience the endless love of god cascading into our hearts through the holy spirit who lives inside of us literally here's what paul is writing to the roman church and he reminds us even today that the holy spirit who lives inside of us if you have accepted jesus christ as your lord and personal savior if you are a believer of jesus christ the holy spirit lives inside of you and this holy spirit is going to allow you to experience of you know he's going to um, you know the, the the we can experience this love that god has poured into our hearts you know he's going to enable us to do that you know even as we go forward with our walk with the lord and in our christian walk you know in the days to come all right and and um, so today you know i want to deal with something that is a little um different and uh, maybe some of you have heard this before maybe you have not okay if you remember last week we looked at very specifically something i'll come back to you know what we looked at last week a little later today in the message but um, if you remember last week we looked at you know the title of last week's message was rights versus relationship and we in fact we saw very specifically how it's important to value relationships over the rights many times you know when you get into an argument with somebody often times we are trying to win that argument and we try to to justify ourselves by bringing in all the valid points that we have so that we can ultimately win the argument but many times it's important to put those aside for a while or even you know for a longer period of time so that you know we don't lose that relationship in that process that is what we looked at last week and we looked at this why it's important to value the relationship over our rights is because that is when we will full fledgedly experience the intimate um you know the 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 flowing the outpouring of god's love into our lives you know full measure if you want to experience god's love in a full measure and we got to start valuing relationships because god our heavenly 
heavenly father valued relationships over our rights okay yeah that's why he didn't look at the sins that we did that's why he didn't you know count everything okay you did this you deserve this you did that you deserve this you know he didn't look at all of that he didn't give tit for tat he said you know what i love them i'm going to send my son jesus christ to die for them on that cross and that's what he did all right so uh, today we're going to look at another important aspect and um, you know if if you can actually you know by today by the end of today uh, if you can actually take this message in all right and understand you know the core truth behind this entire thing and understand that you know that if we don't apply this truth if we don't apply this principle into our lives can i say this this can hinder us from experiencing the love of our heavenly father to a full measure again okay now before we get into what i want to really talk about um, let me ask this question okay i love asking questions because i think it's a great way to learn okay so here i'm going to ask this question to you it's it's a little uh, you might find it a little silly but um, i'll tell you why i'm asking you this question okay have you ever had a cockroach problem in your house you heard me right okay have you ever had a cockroach problem in your house when you when you hear the word cockroaches i don't know how many of you just why is he talking about cockroaches you know in a sunday message okay i'll tell you why all right because uh, the reason being you know the reason i bring that up is because we you know in our flat here in manglo especially you know since lockdown we have had this huge cockroach problem in our every night okay um, if you were to walk into the kitchen to get a glass of water or you know midnight snack that kind of thing all right you switch the lights on you would find cockroaches all over our kitchen floor not just the floor on the on the what do you call that the cabinets you know it's it's that literally all over the place okay and, and you know we we tried everything okay we tried everything that was probably we could lay our hands on you know to try and get rid of the cockroach problem in our house okay we went to the shop we buy we bought everything that they had to get rid of cockroach we tried everything didn't work all right then we went on to youtube tried out a few homemade uh, videos okay didn't work okay no matter what we did it looked like you know this cockroach problem would never 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 vanish okay and then finally someone told us about this um, chalk you know that you get and uh, i went and i i bought this chalk we bought the chalk home okay and uh, that night before we went to sleep anu took that chalk uh, and she she literally drew it you know on many places in the kitchen floor and we went to sleep all right i'm not kidding when i say the next morning when i'm 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 the first person to wake up okay so next morning when i went up okay i switched my kitchen lights on i'm not kidding when i say i saw almost 100 cockroaches lying dead all over the floor they were all kinds of sizes okay they were the small baby ones they were the medium sizes okay they were the big ones they were lying literally all over i'm kid- not kidding okay it was literally you could literally count up to 100 because that were that many that was lying dead on the floor so we were like man finally you know something that really worked okay the cockroach problem was finally seemed to be over you know finally and 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 you know we didn't do anything that that following and we cleaned up of course but that night you know following night we didn't again go to put the chalk we just left it at it because we thought okay many cockroaches are dead so it's kind of done next morning we you know we go switch the lights on um literally you know again there was a lot of cockroaches or lying dead all over the floor my son john he wakes up he comes in and he literally goes counting you know how many cockroaches are dead on the floor i think he counted almost 60 65 something okay day 3 comes in same story we find like almost 50 something so i would say you know over 3 days we killed over 3 200 something cockroaches okay and and um, 
you know even now once in a while you know we find here and there some cockroaches that that chalk was very effective okay uh, don't ask me to buy you that chalk i'm you know i don't know if it's still available if i can i will okay but you have to come to manipal for that yeah all right but but i'm just saying okay it was it was interesting to note you know that all those cockroaches you know that was there and um, you know it was all all dead you know finally that problem was finally solved but you know i was thinking about this you know i don't know if you ever thought about this but isn't it interesting to note that the cockroaches normally they come out only in the dark have you ever noticed that i mean you do see cockroaches once in a while you know in the mornings or probably in the afternoon but what i found out about you know this problem that we had here we never saw the cockroaches in the morning we never saw the cockroaches in the afternoon not even evening okay not even in the night but um when the lights were off and you know when when we came into this place where um, like probably in the night you know we wanted a drink of water we just walked into the kitchen or even early morning hours you know when it was still dark we switched the lights on we would find cockroaches running all over the place and you know what i found was later was that you know many of these uh, cockroaches you know they they they're supposed to be they're termed as nocturnal beings which means you know they're very fond of operating in the dark they love to be in the dark okay they say that not all cockroaches are like that but majority 90 95% of cockroaches love to operate in the dark now i want you to think about this for a moment okay can you at any point because it was it was fascinating for me to think that you know how can these cockroaches operate in the dark why are they called nocturnal beings is it that possible that they can see in the night and apparently they do but i want you to think about this for a moment okay as human beings you know me and you you know is it possible for us to actually see without the light have you ever thought about that i mean you yeah it's it's possible you know after a while you know you switch the lights off immediately it's completely dark you know this all right and after a while you if there's a little light somewhere there you can actually start your eyes kind of adjust you know to see what is there but to full fledgedly see something and to really really get a view or a perspective of you know what is really there you need full blown light to see what is there in fact you know today i've titled today's uh, message as turn on the lights okay turn on the lights because here's the thing every time you know in my kitchen in the night you know when i would turn on the light i would see the cockroaches who were very comfortable in the dark when they saw the light they would completely scatter off they would completely run around i want to i want to say this you know at the beginning of today's message in order to be able to experience the love the full measure of the love of our heavenly father we need to learn to walk in the light because as human beings get this we are designed to be in the light all right now now here's here's something you know here's something that um, john the apostle john you know he writes his letter to the church it's there on your screen first john chapter 1 verse 5 to 7 okay this is the message god has given us to pass on to you what's this that god is light and in him there is no darkness at all so if we say you know watch what he says if we say that we are his friends but go on living in spiritual darkness and sin we are lying But if we are living in the light of God's presence just as Christ does then we have wonderful fellowship and joy with each other and what's this the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from every sin now you know what is saying here John is writing to the church and he's what he's saying he's writing and he's saying this you know God is light you know there's a nature of God that we must understand God is light and in him there is no darkness okay now i want you to understand this okay our heavenly father wants us to experience his love in a fresh way every single day every single day he wants us to experience his love okay we we spoke about the love gap if you remember that you know we we all have this space of gap inside of our hearts which constantly on a daily basis 
spaces needs to be filled if it's not filled you know we can start going into other places trying to fill that gap that exists within our heart i hope you remember that okay and and god you know he wants us to experience his love he wants us to fill that love gap with nothing else but the love that comes from him and him alone and here what john is saying here is this and if we live in spiritual darkness if we are living in sin that we are lying when we say that we are his friends okay in other words you know here's what i want us to understand in order to experience him we need to also be in the light because god is light and if we are walking in the darkness and god is in the light can you see understand that there's a disconnect that can take place that unless we walk in the light this is what john is saying here listen if we are living in the light of god's presence watch what verse 7 what he says okay Oh, I don't have verse seven on the screen. Okay, verse seven. Look at what he says. Okay, if we are living in the light of God's presence, just as Christ does, what's this? Only if we are in the light, then we have wonderful fellowship and joy with each other and with Him. The way that we experience God to a full measure is when we learn to walk in the light and not in the darkness. Okay, um, I want you to understand this. Fellowship with God is greatly hindered when we choose to walk in darkness. over the light when we choose to constantly be in darkness and when we choose to stay away from the light our fellowship with god is greatly hindered and what's this when our fellowship with god is hindered we cannot experience the full measure of his love in our lives because um and i'll i'll, I'll tell you you know why i say that okay um when we understand you know god's nature we just saw we we know that god is love we seen this previously in the in a previous message god is love here we see god is light both of god's nature is one is love one is light and when we understand that you know god's love for us you know is never going to be stopped i mean he's not going to stop loving us he's never going to stop loving us but when we choose to walk in the darkness okay it's not that you know his love can't reach out to us his love can but the only way to experience the fullness of his love is when we learn to step out of that darkness and when we come into the light where god is present why because god is light himself okay now this is why we need to understand that you know god is against the darkness god is against he's not against us he's against the darkness because he knows that when we are in the darkness it will hinder us from coming into his presence it will hinder us from experiencing the full measure of the love that he has for us now let's you know i've i've explained this you know over the last couple of messages in the series okay uh, about god's unconditional let's understand something about god's unconditional love for us you know god loves you god loves me okay it's unconditional which means what which means that you know the love that god our heavenly father has for us is not based on our performance okay it's not based on what we have done in the past it's not based on any of those things it's based on the fact that christ jesus christ died for us on that cross okay now 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 you know his his love for us you know he proved his love for us i can say he proved his love for us when he sent his son he didn't stop his son from you know going to that cross and you know going through all those brutal experiences that he went through why because he knew that was the ultimate sacrifice that he could do so that he could win us over okay he could show his love he demonstrated his love through his son jesus christ we know this to be true okay now now here's a problem here's a problem you know with the, the the whole thing all right unconditional love is free we know that okay god loves us unconditional there's no conditions attached to it. that's why it's called unconditional right there's no conditions attached to it. it is free but here's something that we need to understand accepting his love accepting god's gracious gift and dwelling in intimacy 
is going to be one of the most costliest things that you could ever do. It's expensive. Although, yeah, it doesn't sound right. No, unconditional love is free, but you're saying it's expensive. What do you mean it's expensive? Which means it's going to cost us. Okay. Now, here's what I was, here's what I was trying to explain to you a little earlier. Okay. God's nature is of love and is of light. We just saw that love, God is love, God is light. There's no doubt about that. God loves us unconditionally, but because he is light, Okay, it's going to be very difficult for us to maintain. Now, here's what I want to mention. If God is in the light, if God is here, and we are walking in the darkness which is here, for us to be able to, you know, come together, it's going to be very difficult. Why? It's not that because God does not love us. Okay, let's not, let's not this. But since God is in the light, for us to be able to experience Him in a completely full measure, we need to move out of the darkness into that light. Now, let me, let me just say this, you know, what darkness is, okay? I don't know if you understood what darkness is, okay? Yeah, let me make this statement before that. The very purpose why God gives us light, the very purpose of light is to set us free that hinders anything, you know, that can bring us close or have, that we have a deep intimacy or a deep intimate relationship with Him, okay? Now, let me tell you what darkness is, okay? It's there on your screen. Darkness is a moral state, all right? When you hide things, you have secrets and you give the enemy ground to traffic in your life. Now, what does that mean? Okay, here's, here's what it means. Okay, darkness is a state. You know, it's a state that we are in. Now, there's a state that, you know, like I said earlier, it's a place that we choose to go to. It's a place that we decide that we want to be in. When do we enter into a darkness state in our lives? When we decide to hide things. You know, there are things that we don't want anybody else to know. We want to keep things to ourselves. You know, there are things that has happened in our life which we want to keep it secretive. We don't want anybody else to know. Okay, we have secrets and we have to hide things. Okay. You know what happens when we hide things and we keep things in secret? We give the enemy access into our lives. Now, let's understand this. God is light. Okay. You know who operates in darknesses? We just saw that cockroach. Okay. Cockroach operates in darkness. But you know who else also operates in darkness? Satan loves to operate in darkness. Satan cannot operate in the light. God is light. Satan is darkness. Simple, simple difference. Okay. God operates in the light. Satan operates in the darkness and when we choose to hide things and we keep, you know, choose to keep things hidden, we don't want anybody else to know what's happening in our lives. We don't want anyone, you know, to understand what's the feelings that we're going through. We choose to keep every one of these things hidden and secretive. You know what happens? We give access for the enemy who also is in darkness. He's operating in darkness. We give the enemy a legal access or I would say that we allow the enemy, the Satan to enter into our lives and start operating there. And if, can I say this, when we give access to the enemy, you know what the enemy loves to come and do? All right. We, I think we, we know this. Okay. Here's what uh, the apostle John said. All right. John chapter 10 verse 10, the thief, Satan, you know what he does? He comes, nothing he wants to do except to steal to kill and to destroy. The reason why enemy wants, the Satan wants to enter into our lives is because he wants to steal our joy. He wants to kill us. You know, he wants to destroy everything that we have. And it's not just material things. He wants to destroy the relationships that we have. He wants to destroy the material positions that we have. Anything and everything. He wants to destroy our lives completely. And when we give access, because we're walking in darkness, we're giving access for the enemy to come and do this in our lives. Now, Here's the most important thing that he wants us to, he wants to take away. He wants to take away, you know, the intimacy and the fellowship that he had originally with God. All right. And, and when we are operating in darkness and we keep, you know, our lives hidden, when we keep, you know, living in spiritual darkness and in sin, you know, and, and the enemy is operating in our life slowly over a period of time, every sense of intimacy that we have 
it goes away every sense of acceptance that we receive from our heavenly father goes away every sense of love that we can possibly receive from the heavenly father goes away why because the enemy has stolen that enemy has destroyed every one of those things now i want you to, i don't know if you ever thought about this okay too many people are living in darkness today have you ever thought about that okay they have secrets that they don't want anybody else to know you know i was uh, looking at if, if you have if you are on instagram okay which is probably the most popular um, social tool that young people use today okay instagram you know over i think it was i don't remember i think probably it was last year sometime okay or probably even two years back i don't remember exactly when they had this feature where if you are friends with somebody on that you know they gave you access or they gave you uh, uh, permission to view you know uh, the 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 posts that you know your friends were going through they they you could view the videos that your friends were going through and and many people what i heard was many people actually put in a request and a complaint that you know what we don't have any sense of privacy you know the videos that we look at are our own why should our friends you know why should our followers look at that so they removed that thing so that you know the 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 the, the, the posts and the videos that the people were viewing could not be viewed by anybody else but except them why because they wanted a sense of privacy now you know if you don't understand instagram i'm sure you understand whatsapp all right you remember that last status scene that was there on whatsapp you know why you know why they made it an option whether you want to put it up or you don't want to put it up you know why they did that okay because of privacy you know we don't want anyone to know when we were last seen you know if they come to know that i was online at this particular time of the night or you know this particular time of this they will think that you know i was doing something and, and you know i do all sense of privacy right so you know again people complain people but that i want to whatsapp they didn't remove it completely all right that's that's interesting but they 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 gave it an option you know what if you don't want that you can take it off if you want to be all secretive and you want to be all private you know about your life and about whatever you're doing online just keep it to yourself fine you put this option you know sometimes you know what's interesting is you know i see some people okay no offense meant to anybody here all right i'm not pointing at anybody any one of you here i'm just saying you know, i've seen people you know you know that blue tick status that comes in and the dark status that comes that just the lines that comes in okay there are people who switch it on and off have you seen that you know sometimes when you when they read your message it comes as blue tick and sometimes they put that option off so you don't know if they have read it or not it's like okay man i can just see the message they will not know if i have read it you know it's a private private thing right and 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 here's what we need to understand church you know that is exactly how the enemy loves to operate he wants us to remain private about our life he wants us to you know not let anybody else know that you know what is going through in our minds what is going on in our hearts just keep everything to yourself don't let anybody else know you know it's it's a private matter why should anybody else know about this right okay that can i tell you that that is exactly how the enemy loves to operate now check out check out what john you know he writes to the church you know he he writes this okay he writes this in john chapter 3 verse 19 to 21 this is the wording light has come into the world but men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil you know why people love to be private about their lives because there are things that you know they're doing which which is if it's exposed it's actually evil it's not you know something that you know oh man this guy did this or she did that you know you would be so shocked and they don't want you to know that they've been there done this you know all of those you know those evil things which should not really be done that's what you know is written here you know men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil okay what's this everyone who does evil hates the light he will not come into the light he will not allow light to shine on the stuff that he's done why because for fear of the deeds will be exposed my watch verse 21 all right but whoever lives by the truth you know he's not afraid to come into the light 
so that it may be seen plainly. Watch what he says. It may be seen plainly that what he has been done has been done through God. I want you to think about, you know, what just what John just wrote to the church there. You know what he's writing? He's writing this. Listen, if you want to experience God to a full measure, you've got to learn to walk with God. And what does that mean? You've got to learn to walk in the light. Why? Because God is light. When you learn to, you know, shine light on this, you know, the on your life, you know, on the things that you have done, on the thoughts that you're thinking, and you know, allow, you know, the light to be shown on us. And it's, it's a very, very, very uh, fearful thought probably for all many of us today. All right, man, how can I just be so open about, you know, what I'm thinking and, you know, this. But can I tell you this, that when we learn to come to that place, that is where we can experience the full measure and the intimacy that we have to experience with God, our heavenly Father. Now, I don't know if you ever thought about this, okay? Um... Maybe, maybe, you know, you've experienced God, you know, maybe when you went to church, okay, some of you probably been to different youth camps or, you know, camps for that matter, or you've been to some meetings where you experienced, you know, God, you had this tremendous, you know, encounter with God. And have you ever thought, you know, like you, I mean, if you've been there, if, if you know what I'm talking about, okay, you, you, you've experienced God in such a tremendous way during that meeting or during that youth camp or during that particular thing. And you are so filled with the Holy Spirit and you were, you know, full on fire and full on charge and and you know when you come back home okay you come back to you know, your normal life away from that meeting you know i remember you know for some of our youth camps one of the commonest things that you know many of the young people have come and told me is listen danny we don't want to leave this place man this is so good we just, couldn't we just live here you know for the rest of our lives and you know it's very difficult for you know for um for I mean, if you've conducted a camp, you know what I'm talking. First of all, it's difficult to get people to come to the camp. And when they come to the camp, they find it very difficult to leave, you know. And we, 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 when we're organizing and conducting this camp, you're like, you know, this is such a problem. But, but you know, they, they find it difficult to leave that place. And what is, what is interesting is many times, you know, as soon as we leave that camp, or as soon as we, you know, move away from that one-time encounter, one-time experience that we have, we slowly find ourselves drifting, you know, into the sins that we used to do, or, you know, into the, you know, the, stuff that we never wanted to do and we find our lives you know to come to a place where we are again man I, I thought you know this was done with I remember that experience that encounter I had do you know why that constantly happens do you know why we move away from that one time encounter and experience from you know that we, we experience in that camp or in that meeting it's because we were walking in the light and we experienced God to a full measure and then when we came back instead of continuing to walk in the light we slowly started moving into the darkness that was there and when we started moving into the darkness even though you know God's love for us never failed never stopped God's love he, he never stopped loving us we started positioning ourselves you know away from the center of the love that he had for us now here's here's what i want to do for the you know the remaining time that we have i want to you know just talk about very quickly you know four areas you know that i believe you know if you're not careful these are four areas of darkness that we can experience you know in our lives and some of us you know we have seen this some of us you know we we um we, we need to deal with you know some of these areas but can i say this you know if we're not careful these four areas of darkness can come in and the enemy can have complete access into our lives so here's here's what i want to do okay i want to talk about you know the first um uh, you know possible um Thing that can happen that can push us into darkness is hidden and unconfessed sin okay one of the areas that we normally struggle with 
all right is to be able to come out and uh, uh, and say that you know we've messed up or you know we have committed this sin and you know we've done something that's tremendously wrong we find it very difficult to come out now it didn't start with us it started originally in the garden if you remember adam and eve you know when they were in the you know in the garden of eden what happened there they 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 did something that they were not supposed to do right and what happened to them they they ran away they began to hide you know in god and they didn't want god to know they didn't want you know the only person that they knew at that point in time was god imagine this they knew you know our heavenly father personally they've seen him they walked with him and when they fell into sin they chose to run away into darkness they didn't want to come into the light they didn't want light what's this to shine on the deed that they had done and they chose to walk in darkness and 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 you know the truth about you know each of us you know it's true about me it's true about you we we oftentimes you know we don't want anybody to know about this we don't want to go and tell somebody you know what i thought this bad thought you know early i mean i remember this you know when i was growing up i used to think the only sin that we need we 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 do is the the things that we actually do i didn't even know that you know even thinking wrong thoughts was actually a sin then i became a believer and i began to realize that oh man even if i think wrong things it's a sin so all of us you know we have been here we've all thought wrong things you know we've all thought the, you know the things that was wrong and and even that is a sin before god and you know when we come to a place man i can't tell them about you know what i'm thinking about i can't bring it out into the open if i do that they will think all these things about me and we keep constantly battling with these thoughts in our mind and we decide to keep it inside and the minute we decide to keep it inside and not let anybody else know that's when again we allow the enemy to operate into our lives i remember you know a long time ago i was sitting down you know with one of the young girls who had come to our church and we were just talking and you know she was she was uh, coming you know to our church for maybe one or two years and uh, we were talking and then you know one fine day she decides to and she comes and she tells me a lot of thing that was happening inside of her home and she she was you know living with her parents and she comes out and she says you know this happens and that happens and you know i i asked her this you know i mean i we've known you for two almost two years now right and how come you never told any of these things to us before and 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 you know what she said she said well you know my dad and my mom always says you know everything that happens in the house let it remain inside the house why should the world know about what's happening inside of our house okay and 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 you know the truth is you know i'm not saying that you know we need to go out and tell the whole wide world you know what happens inside of our house i'm not saying that but when we choose to keep things hidden when we don't want anybody else to know we allow i want us to get this truth today we allow the enemy to come and operate in our lives and then we begin to wonder you know what is going on why are things not working out in my life why am i still struggling why am i going through all of these you know difficult things in my life it is because the enemy has legal access into our lives you know here's what paul writes here here's what paul writes to the church at rome okay romans chapter 13 was 12 was to 14 the night is far spent the day is at hand Therefore you know here's what he says let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light let us walk properly as in the day not in revelry and drunkenness not in lewdness and lust not in strife and enemy and verse 14 okay here's what here's what he says but let us let's put on the lord jesus christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust okay you know what's interesting what paul says there in verse um, in verse 12 okay let us cast off the works of darkness and let's put on the armor of light i want you to remember this okay light is an armor that we wear light is an armor that we wear you know what an armor is armor protects us from getting hurt 
Okay, and and here's 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 the truth about you know here's what God, you know here's what our heavenly Father is trying to communicate to us. Listen, when you start walking in the light, it's like you're bearing an armor. You know when you're when you're not keeping secrets, when you're not keeping stuff hidden inside of you, when you're choosing to walk in the light, when you're allowing you know um, people to look inside of your life, when you're living your life that is a completely transparent life, even the thoughts that run into your in your mind, when you allow that, you know. Then light, when you allow light to shine on that, you know what it's saying? Your light is like an armor to you. Okay, and 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 here's what he says. You know, when we when we walk in the light, we're literally putting on Jesus Christ. Okay, and here's what he says: Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Now, can I can I say this? You know, if if you are walking or if you're struggling with addiction, okay, because because this this was true for me. I remember when I was struggling with addiction. Okay, the one of the ways that helped me to get free, one of the things that really helped me to get free, you know, from the addiction was when I was willing to go up and share, you know, with one of our spiritual leaders or you know, uh, um, a pastor or anyone, you know, willing to open up and share and tell them, listen, I'm struggling with this, you know, and I'm struggling with this. And can I tell you this? When you are willing to learn to be open about your struggle of sin or anything, you know, that you're struggling with addiction in any sort. All right. When you come to a place where you're willing to open up, you know it does two things to you. One, it humbles you because only a humble person can come up and say that you know what, I don't have it all right together. I and my life is not perfect. I struggle with this sin. And when we come to a place where we're willing to open up and share it with somebody, you know what it does? It makes us humble. It takes away every pride that we could possibly hold on to. And here's the second thing it does: it leads us to godly repentance. It leads us to godly repentance. When we choose life, ultimately it will lead to humility and to repentance. Okay, here's here's um, here's another area. You know where if you're not careful, this can lead us. You know to walk in darkness. Okay, here's number two: wounds that happens from others. Now, darkness. We need to understand this. Darkness does not just come because of the wrong things that we have done. It can also come because of the wrong things that others have done. To us, can I say that again? When others come and hurt us, when others, you know, do something or say something that really hurts us, it leaves a wound inside of us. It leaves a scar inside of us. And what's this? If we are not careful about how we deal with the wound that they give us, it can lead to bitterness. It can lead to resentment. We will resent that person for the rest of our lives if we are not careful enough to um, allow, you know. Uh, the wounds, you know, to be healed and to come into a place of walking in the light. And you know what it does? It we we completely close up, don't we? We completely close up. We don't want, you know, because this person has done this to us, or because this person has said this to us. We're so hurt with whatever they have said or whatever they have done. We just completely close up. We don't want, you know, um, us to go out. Neither us for us to come in. And what's this? Okay, unresolved conflict. You know, when we have not resolved, you know, the problem that we have with relationship, it can be an open door for darkness. You know, because uh, like I said earlier, you know, last week we discussed this. All right. Many times, you know, when we get into an argument with somebody, we are always holding on to our rights. We are always holding on to what we think is right, and we think that man, this, you know, if they understand this particular thing, they will completely come to my place, and they will, you know, recognize what I'm trying to say. And many times, you know, what we do when we get wounded, we're still holding on to our rights. We are not valuing the relationship. We're still holding on to our rights. You know what? They did this wrong to me. They deserve this punishment. 
we they did this to me you know they deserve this and and we come to a place where we are holding on to our rights and what's this not only are we holding on to our rights but we are not allowing you know god to deal with the wounds that has been created by that person can i tell you this the more we fight for our rights the more unresolved our relationship will be because the conflict is always going to be there and what happens as a result we're going to continue to walk in the darkness and when we walk in the darkness i've said this right through this whole message we open the door for the enemy to operate in our lives when are we going to let go of the wounds when when we let go of the wounds you know what we literally doing we're saying that you know what i'm not going to look at what is right to me what what you know um, demanding justice and demanding all of those things okay can i say this i said this last week i don't know why you know i'm going to say this again vengeance or justice you know should come from god we need to come to a place that even though we have been wrong we need to give it into god's hands and say that god i'm not going to fight for my own justice i'm going to give this to you vengeance is mine that's what you said in your word and when we come into that place we're going to let go of you know the rights that we think we should deserve and we should get and we are going to value the relationship over the rights that comes for us and what happens as a result of that we start to learn to walk in the light we learn to you know put on the light or we learn to you know put on jesus christ just like you know what we saw a little earlier you know this is again this is what um, you know john says okay uh, first john chapter 2 was 9 to 11 okay he who says is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now he who loves his brother abides what says he who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him Can I can I just read those two verses again? He who says in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. That's what I've been trying to tell you. This is not something I made up. This is something you know the apostle John wrote years and centuries ago to the church. And here's what he says: He who says is in the light. He's saying that man, I'm walking in the light. You know, light is all shining on you know everything that I've said and everything that I'm thinking. Okay, but he hates his brother. You know what he's saying? He's still in darkness. Okay, he thinks he's walking in the light, but he's not walking in the light. He's still in darkness. And verse ten, the flip side of it: if you love your brother, that means you're abiding. It means you're dwelling. You're living inside of the light. And what's this? There is no cause for stumbling in him. Do you want to come to a place where you don't stumble anymore? You don't fall anymore? You know what's the best thing to do? To learn to forgive the wounds that have been caused by those people. and to give it into the hands of god you know for whatever justice whatever rights that you actually are supposed to get and come to a place where you value the relationship over the rights and here's what happens when you do that you start to walk in the light and as a result you will not follow you know what in in better words okay what i've been saying right through the whole message you will completely stop the enemy from having access into your life now here's here's point number 3 all right another reason you know where we can if you're not careful we can end up going you know walking in the darkness is uh, i would just put it up as you know four words okay because these are things you know that i keep constantly listening you've probably heard these words as well okay masks cover ups walls and pretenses all right now uh, <laughs> i really don't have time to explain each of them but i think it's kind of self explanatory most of you know this okay when does somebody wear a mask all right somebody wears a mask and what do i mean by a mask you know you you put on uh you put on a mask or you put on this um this this personality or this you put on this um this stuff you know that 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 kind of um <laughs> that kind of portrays someone that you're not 
right you wear this mask and you know you know when you come into church some of you know i've seen people you know when they come into church they put on this holier than thou attitude you know what man i'm holy i've never committed any sin i'm a very spiritual person i'm this i'm that i'm this and that and then when they walk out of the church you know they're a completely different person okay you can be shocked at you know the 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 masks that people wear and when they take their mask off you're like oh my goodness is this really who this person was i man i've never i never thought about that cover ups or something similar to that okay walls okay people will build walls around them you know why because they're like you know what i've been hurt in the past i don't want anybody else to hurt so you know what let's keep this one arm distance you know social distancing is good let's let's keep this one arm distance you know you don't get close too close to me i will not get too close to you so as a result we can't hurt each other we both go and we isn't that isn't that the way it's supposed to work can i tell you this that's not the way it's supposed to work all right that's not the way god has designed us to work okay now let me let me say this okay light reveals okay you know what darkness does darkness hides okay light reveals darkness hides and whenever can i say this whenever we do anything or say anything to hide what we are or what we have done that is darkness whenever can i say that statement again whenever we do something or whenever we say something okay and we pretend that you know we have not done that or we pretend that we have not said that that is again walking in darkness you know um can can i say this about light okay light is silent all right it brings warmth and what is it's a necessity for life but darkness is cold okay it drives us to hide behind walls of self protection why are we building walls around our lives because we want to protect ourselves we don't want anybody else to come in and hurt us and cause wounds just like we saw point number 2 we don't want others to inflict wounds on us so we build these walls around us now can i say this okay our general proof okay our proof of our sincerity towards god If you if you are a Christ follower and you say that you are sincere towards God you know the proof of your sincerity to God is in our openness and our transparency when we are learning willing to be open about our lives when we are willing to be transparent anyone can see through and through your life that is your proof of your sincerity towards your God now now let me say this you know for all the wall builders okay because there are so many wall builders okay and and all the wall builders okay the truth is now let me let me say this okay hiding the truth about ourselves from others pretending to be better than we really are and wearing religious masks okay that is that is that is the worst way to you know to showcase yourself before anybody the pharisees did that didn't they you know they they pretended to be these hyper religious people and as a result what happened they could never get intimate with jesus think about you know i mean again you might you might have heard the story you might not have go back and read it okay ananias and sapphira it's found in the book of acts what happened to them they were you know they again they came and they said you know the way they portrayed themselves before peter when they stood before peter was like man we are sacrificial we have done this we have done that and we bring all of this before god and you know and they were they were pretending to be somebody that they were not okay now the truth is you know many times people you know put on this mask or put on this thing you know because they don't want people to know about the truth about themselves they don't want to uh, people to know the truth that man I, I, this is who i really am and this is what my past looks like and this is you know all of these things that i've been through i don't want anybody to know about this you know because if they know about this you know the thought that runs in our mind is they will reject me they will not accept me completely they will think that oh man this person is like this like this and they will completely push me out you know 
and the truth is you know can i say this okay that's what i said earlier you know to all the wall builders the truth is it's true okay there is a possibility that people can reject you i'm not taking that away from you but you know what the truth also is which we don't often look into there will be many more who will value you because of your open heart okay i'm not saying that you know people will reject you people will reject you know based on their uh, temperament based on you know what they think and all of those their attitude all of those things matters so they will reject you there's no doubt about that but because you're open because you know you're sincere about you know what you feel and you're willing for your you're okay about people looking into your lives you know what there will be people that will be drawn to you who will value you for your sincerity who will be value you for your openness and and you know here's a beautiful part about that whole thing they know that they can trust you you know you will find yourself in a group of people that are open and they will come to a place where they start trusting you more than they trust anybody else why because they can see your life through and through they can see who you for who you really are and for that you know to happen it's because you've demolished all the walls that you've built up around your life and you're willing for people to come into your life and see the truth about you so they're willing to come and be a part of your life now here's the thing okay um walking only walking in the light can we experience the cleansing power of god's love okay i'll say that again only when we walk in the light can we experience the cleansing power of god so i'll explain that in just a moment okay but i want you to look at you know what paul writes to the ephesian church okay here is what he writes ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 to 9 for you were once in darkness and you are light in the lord but walk as children of light for the fruit of the spirit is all goodness righteousness and truth okay here's what he said you were once darkness but now you are light what's what he says now you are light in the lord therefore walk as children of light okay now uh here's a here's a fourth thing and i want to just just uh, be of just you know a few minutes okay before we close okay one area that if you're not careful in our lives okay um what can lead us to walk in darkness is the shame of past immoral sins okay and and i want to say this okay because um, i know this is a strong thing in manipal okay and remember before coming to manipal okay one of the things that i've heard is you know about the heights of immorality that takes place in manipal okay most of you you know you know this to be true but i'm just saying you know this is shame that comes along with that immorality okay there's a there's a shame and and I, let me let me just explain this okay um many times you know when we're not careful with you know the way that we are walking and we we're not walking in the light we slowly start moving into a path of darkness okay it many times it involves sexual immorality okay it involves immoral sexual activity and 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 uh, the truth is you know like i said earlier you know you can go back and listen to those messages okay about the love gap the truth is you know when we don't fill our hearts with the love that comes from the heavenly father when we don't fill our hearts with that agape love if you remember you know when we looked at you know the no filter part of you know the mother we spoke about the storge love and many times you know what we do is we mistake sexual love the the the, the sensual the eros love you know we mistake that you know for the storge love and we start trying to fill our hearts with the sexual love that comes in okay now can i say the sexual sin 
okay, is a counterfeit affection that can never really fill our hearts, okay. It's a substitute that many times people use for the lack of intimacy with God because, you know, they don't have an intimate relationship with God and because they don't have intimate relationship with other people around them, you know, over a period of time, they start moving into sexual sin and ultimately many people start searching for this kind of love in all the wrong places, okay. And, and can I say this, okay, this is not just true about people who don't love God. This is not, I mean, this is not just um, not true about, you know, people who don't follow Jesus. This is true about even those people who follow Jesus Christ. Okay, you can put, you can take a room full of, you know, spirit-filled believers and there will still be people who are, you know, seeking for love. There are people who are, you know, desperate, you know, for, you know, for somehow, you know, that love gap that exists in their hearts to be filled. And when they feel that, you know, man, I can't get it from God, my heavenly father, they start looking for it from other places. And, and many times, you know, that ultimately leads them, you know, into places that they never should have been in the first place. Now, can I say this about, you know, um, this, you know, God, God, Never, our God, our Heavenly Father, never meant to take away, you know, the fun of, you know, that sexual intimacy from us. He didn't want, you know, to take that away from us, you know, but He wanted us to enjoy that in the purity and the sanctity of our marriage. He wanted us, you know, to only enjoy that, you know, with one person and that person was supposed to be the person that, you know, we were meant to be with for life. But but here's, 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 you know, this is why, this is why if you look at, you know, this is what Paul writes to the Corinthian church. You know, here's what he writes, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. He also says this, you know, further down in that same chapter, verse 18 to 20. He says, you know, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside of the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were brought at a price, therefore glorify God in your God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And you know what he's saying? He's saying, you know, let me go back. You know, the body is not for sexual immorality. And here's what he says in verse 18. Flee from sexual immorality. The body is not meant for sexual immorality. You need to flee from sexual immorality. You know why the emphasis is so much, you know, because of what's written there. Okay. Verse 18. Every sin that a man does is outside of the body. Any sin that you do. Apart from sexual sin, it's outside of the body. So here's, here's I'll, I'll tell you why, you know, this is important, okay? But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Now, can I, can I say this, okay? The way we treat our bodies, you know, the way we treat our bodies, our earthen vessels, will determine if we have a value, if we have a sense of value and honor to our, in you know, our self-respect in our lives, okay? Now, now, um, here's here's something that we need to understand. Here's why this is this you know this verse is so important for us to understand. Like I said earlier, any sin that we do outside of our body, all right, it it it's it's easier to get off it. It's easier to you know move away from that. It's easier to you know this. But when we sin sexually, we sin against our own body. And the problem with sinning against our own body is that it leaves you know remnants behind. Okay, now now now. The, 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 the remnants, you know, what I'm talking about is it leaves something behind, okay? We often, you know, what it leaves behind? It leaves behind shame. 
it leaves behind impurity many times you know even though you know we have committed sexual sin and we go before god and we ask for forgiveness and you know the truth is god will always forgive you and god has already forgiven you when you ask for forgiveness god has already forgiven you but you know what left behind was left behind as the shame that we are carrying we are ashamed about it so you know what we do we don't want to talk about it to anybody else we keep it to ourselves and over a period of time we ultimately we start moving back into that darkness god has forgiven us and over a period of time you know that shame that we did you know man i did that i should never have done that you know that shame that keeps coming back again and again and this is why you know can i can i say this okay there are there are two specific things that we need to understand okay about about sin you know one is the forgiveness of sin and one is the cleansing of sin and both of these are very very important okay and and and, and i'll come back to that in just a moment but i want us to understand this god will forgive us every time we commit you know sexual sin also he will forgive us but if we are not careful you know enough to come to a place where we're willing to cleanse the sin you know that we have already done against our own body the shame and all of the remnants that come along with the sin that we do against our own body is going to be left behind and that is going to keep pushing us you know and making us walk in that you know in walk in darkness okay now now um can i can i say this okay many times you know what we do and um is um let me say this okay the lack of intimacy in our most important relationship often leads to problems in other relationships okay and what is the most important relationship that we should have it's our intimacy with god our heavenly father when we lack that sense of intimacy with god our heavenly father you know what happens we have problems in all the relationships around us we do okay and and uh, the the truth is you know if you're a marriage person today here okay the truth is you know that you can come to a place where you can start becoming dissatisfied with your spouse okay men you know when they start becoming dissatisfied with their spouse you know what they do they start looking to other means they start looking the pornography becomes you know another common thing for them married men you know are also succumbing to pornography even today okay why because they feel that you know their spouse can't satisfy them you know the wives you know when they are not satisfied with their husbands you know what generally they tend to do they tend to compare their husbands you know with other people with other husbands man that husband can do this this husband is my husband you know it's it's like it's like literally you know they they go into this comparison game but can i tell you all the married people here the day that you find your spouse is not the most attractive face on this earth is the day that you will start having problems in your marriage okay now now that's that's you know for all the married people even the young people who are going to get married okay and can i say this okay the day that you start feeling dissatisfied with your spouse your spouse can feel it can sense it and knows it okay they may not communicate that to you but you know it's just, it's just there okay but now Yes yes you know there's, there's a lot I want to really talk about this but you know I'm not going to spend too much time you know going deep into it maybe you know if you're struggling maybe in, in these areas you know I would suggest is you know come you know we'll we'll have a conversation we'll talk about this okay and and we need to get deeper because it's it's a very very deep rooted issue you know in fact maybe I should have just done one message just on this but you know it's it's what I what I want us to understand about this whole sexual sin thing is this you know it's it's i'm not saying that you know it's like the most uh, the most sinful thing that you can possibly do the only thing about sexual sin that we need to understand is just like any other sin god will forgive us so don't go into a place where you keep condemning yourself keep you know pushing yourself down and saying that man i've done this i've messed up you know i don't think god will ever accept me you know and we push ourselves the more we you know do that 
the more we push ourselves away from you know experiencing the fullness of the measure of god's love and god has never stopped loving us can i say that again i said this in the beginning of today's message and i'm saying this again it doesn't matter you know what sin that you have done even sexually all the sexual sins that you can possibly you know list up okay it doesn't matter how bad it's been god still loves you and god still forgives you for every one of those things he's never going to hold it up against you why because he's already you know sent his son jesus christ you know to die for the sins that we have already done okay god will forgive you but the truth is when we don't come into a place as i said earlier you know the two parts of sin one is you know seeking for forgiveness of sin from our father one is the cleansing of sin that also needs to be done and these don't go together hand in hand you know the shame and the embarrassment and you know feeling ashamed will continue to you know be there with us if i want us to just look at you know what john said earlier you know um we 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 saw this verse earlier okay first john chapter 1 verse 5 to 7 okay here's what he says if we are living in the light of his presence okay if you are walking in that light just as christ does then we have wonderful fellowship and joy with each other and watch what he says and the blood of jesus christ his son cleanses us from every sin so you know what forgiveness is assured but when we choose to walk in the darkness when we choose to you know when i i'll explain this you know with just a story that you know i just read off recently okay but when we choose to you know walk in darkness and we are not willing to we are still ashamed of the thing that we have done okay many people you know that you know i think even at one point even i used to be that way you know i would fall and you know i would ask god for forgiveness but i would not talk about it to anybody else i would keep it inside because i was embarrassed to bring it up with anybody so i would keep it inside myself and you know what that is that is literally walking in darkness and that's what i want us to understand you know the forgiveness of sin and the cleansing of sin are two important things and cleansing of sin forgiveness god's going to give you but cleansing of sin happens when we're willing to come up and open up and share with somebody and allow the cleansing or the healing power of god's love to flow into our lives and that can only happen when we're willing to open up and share you know what has happened in art life so the story you know that that i was reading and i, was, I told you about okay is the story of this woman you know she was married to this man for 15 years okay that's how the story goes okay it's a testimony it's a real life story it's not a made up story okay this woman was married to this man for 15 years okay and both of them were christians and before they got married you know they were they were uh, they i think they were going through you know um they went through a lot of premarital advice and they went through all of that and you know they they had a ample opportunities you know to get you know uh, close and intimate and sexual and all that but because you know they were walking with jesus they said you know what we're going to save up this this particular gift of sex you know that god has given can i say this sex is a gift from god okay i don't know why this this came up okay it was not something that i meant to say okay but sex is a gift from god and and you know that's not something that we need to hate you know because of bad experiences that we have had in the past okay but let me let me go on with the story okay so they had saved up you know they said that you know what we're not going to engage in this activity or this gift you know till we get married and that was a good thing but story goes you know what happened one day one night was you know this lady you know this girl she 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 got into this argument with her dad and she was so angry that she just walked out of the house okay she walked out of the house and straight you know because she was really angry she goes into a pub she starts drinking okay story goes on that she gets drunk ultimately she ends up meeting some guy in that pub they go into the parking lot and they have sex there 
all right and 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 you know after the whole thing was over you know the next morning you know she was feeling so embarrassed and so you know uh, guilty and all of the guilt and the shame and the the whole thing you know was just boiling inside her and she of course she she immediately you know she prayed she confessed it before god and you know what the truth is god forgive her but she she didn't bring it up with anybody she didn't tell anybody else you know that she she did this and you know she was she she went in through this whole experience and the sad part of that story is you know and she didn't even tell it you know to the guy that she was supposed to get married to she was like man he's going to be my future husband if he comes to know about this sin you know in my life may he might just reject me you know we had saved up this gift you know for for our day of marriage and man man if he comes to know he's just going to say no to this entire proposal and she hid it from everybody she didn't share it with anybody and 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 you know sad story you know goes on is that uh, a few weeks later she comes to realize that she's pregnant okay and and um, again she doesn't share this with anybody she goes into the hospital she undergoes an abortion okay and and this whole time you know she's this the story goes on she's going on through this guilt and this embarrassment and man if anybody comes to know about this they will never you know they will think that i'm just this whole bad woman and all of those negative thoughts just kept coming and back and back into it and every one of these times that she would feel about this you know the thing is she would go into god's presence she would ask for god's forgiveness and guess what god would forgive her but she just couldn't get off this embarrassment you know she doesn't share it with her future husband they get married and this man you know he's also a, he was also a spiritual man he was praying he was waiting and you know the wedding night comes in and you know he was also waiting but it doesn't happen you know they they, they just don't have sex at all and 15 years okay the story goes on 15 years they never get you know intimate sexually and you know we just spoke about the wounds that come in you know from other person okay the husband you know couldn't understand why the wife i mean both of them had prayed they had agreed on and now when the wedding night came she she's not willing to do it why because she was so you know carrying all this embarrassment and guilt and all the shame that she was walking in darkness and so therefore you know she couldn't you know come to a place where she was supposed to enjoy the gift that god has given to them as a family 15 years she carried that and you know she was at this meeting where she heard about you know how it's important to open up and confess and you know start walking in the light and then she decided that she would go you know she met the pastor of that church who was sharing that message she went up to him and she said you know i want to confess and everything that has happened in my life she went and she shared all of this story you know with that pastor and his wife and they prayed together and she was finally she completely broke out from that shame and that guilt and that embarrassment that she was carrying for 15 years that had what's this affected her marriage and, and i want you to think about this okay the devil satan stole that intimacy from her marriage he stole and destroyed that relationship that she could possibly have for 15 years with her husband after this healing you know and had taken place after this prayer and she was confessed and brought it out into the light she went back to her husband and you know this time she sat with her husband and she said i want to say something which i've been holding back from you for the last 15 years she opened up she confessed and you know broke down and through her you know sobs and tears she just confessed the whole thing that she had been through the husband on hearing this you know because what's this because he loved her so much he also started he also broke down and he also this and they both hugged each other they prayed together and he was you know he 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 asked for forgiveness he said listen i have never understood you for the pain and the shame that you have been carrying all these many years 
and they came together they forgave each other they prayed together 15 years later and after this they had a wedding night again they were finally able to come to that place can i tell you this okay i don't know if you're aware of this but there are so many marriages today that we know okay that they don't have you know the husband and wife they sleep separately they've never come into a place where they were able to enjoy the gift of sex that god has given to them why because they've been walking in darkness and they're so scared and they're so afraid that man if if we confess if we open up and we share this you know with our spouses man they will just reject me outrightly can i say this okay the more we keep secretive about our lives you know the truth is every time you go to god god will forgive you there's no doubt about that don't even doubt that for a moment that's what you know the verse says here first john 5 7 listen if you're living in the light of god's presence the blood of jesus christ cleanses us from every sin there's no doubt about that but if we want to move away from all the shame and the embarrassment and all of those things we need to go through a cleansing process and that cleansing process happens when we're willing to be humble when we're willing to humble ourselves and come out into the open and say listen this is what my life used to be all right and 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 i've never shared this with anybody but i'm sharing this with you and i'm not can i say this again you know even as we close all right i'm not saying that you know you need to share this with every person that you know that whole world will look into your life and say that man what a life this person has i'm not saying that i'm saying can you find at least one or two trusted prayerful spiritual mature people that you can confess to them so that they can pray with you in fact you know this is the last verse that i want to put up on the screen james 5:16 here's what it says confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another confess pray that you may be healed healed from what you be cleansed you be healed from all the shame all the embarrassment all the pain everything that you have been carrying This is why you know this is so important we need to confess it before God we need to confess it to someone who is spiritually mature why so that not only do we receive the forgiveness of sin so that we can also be cleansed from all the embarrassment and the, the you know the shameful everything that we've been carrying for years together and when we do that church listen to this we move from walking in the darkness to walking in the light and when we start walking in the light we can experience the fullness of the measure of the love that God has poured into our lives now you know i want to i want to close in prayer all right and i want us to just look to the lord right now all right and and you know i would just want us to think about you know the things that we have heard okay maybe you know the four years of darkness you know i wanted to just think about that for a moment maybe you know you're here today and there is a hidden sin that you not share with anybody you know there's some stuff that you have done in the past and 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 you know it just you know it's just something that you're struggling with there's a hidden sin that you've been carrying you're not shared with anybody can i ask this church even as every eye is closed wherever you are all right it's time that you brought it out into the light it's time that you stopped hiding it and it's no longer should be a hidden sin but it should be a sin that is brought into the light because what's this okay i want you to think about this when you walk into a dark room when you switch on the light when you turn on the light what happens darkness immediately goes away and light just fills up that entire room there is no place for darkness to remain in that room you know light just completely fills that place and i want you to think about this when you bring out you know your hidden sin in front of you know people and in front of god the trusted people god starts working and you know you are completely destroying the grip or the access that the enemy has in your lives okay i want you to think about the second point that we looked at today wounds that come in the hurts that come in from other people they have inflicted it on you 
you know and you've been you know you've been you know holding on to this and you built up you know all of this the third point you know you built up all of these walls because of the wounds that has been caused and you don't want anybody to come into your life because you don't want to get hurt again can i say this all right can you bring it out into the light can you bring it out into the light so that not only you experience you know um anything you know you experience you know the cleansing power and you able to move into a place where you don't miss out on the close intimate relationships with that god has intended for your life are you willing to come out and say that in the open okay and the last thing that we looked at today sexual sin all right maybe there are some things that you know you have done in the past that was so embarrassing and that was so shameful it doesn't necessarily also have to be sexual sin i want you to think about this it can be any sin that you have done that has left you embarrassed and that has left you shameful and that you don't know what to do about you don't want anybody else because you feel and you fear that you know if somebody comes to know about it they'll reject you reject you outrightly can i say this okay you need to come to a place where you're willing to bring it out into the light so that the cleansing power of Jesus Christ can work inside of your life all right and can i say this you know in close you know even as we just look to the lord in prayer when we start doing this you know many times you know we we love to hear testimonies we love to hear you know stories of how god has worked in people's lives you know you want a testimony in your life can i say this where do we share our testimony we we don't we don't keep testimonies hidden we share testimonies outside with the world and when we come to a place and we're willing to say that listen i am willing to share you know all of the experiences all the bad hurtful experiences that i have been through and you know talk about how god has worked in my life that becomes a testimony and can i say this god has a testimony for each and every one of our lives but the only way it will end up becoming a testimony is when we're willing to open up and share it out you know with the people that we are close to the people that god has put into our hands father even as we come into your presence this evening i want to thank you lord father lord for this word that you have spoken to us today lord father i want to bring every person here into your hands lord father lord i pray and i ask lord that you would lord father continue to speak and minister to every one of them lord father lord we know lord father lord lord there are many of us lord who have lord father areas of darkness in our lives lord even today lord father lord the thoughts that run in our minds father we know lord father lord if we are not willing to come out into a place and be willing to be exposed into the light lord father we are allowing the enemy to have legal access into our lives father and i pray and i ask lord father lord even today lord father lord lord we want every bondage to be broken down in jesus name everyone who has heard this message lord father i want it lord father lord that you would intervene in their lives and break it down in jesus name lord that they will not lord father continue to walk in hidden sins lord they will not continue to hold on to the wounds that has been inflicted by other people lord father they will not continue to wear a mask or pretend to be somebody that they are not they will not continue to build up walls around themselves father lord lord they will move away from the shame uh, shamefulness lord father lord the past sexual sins that they have done and lord father lord lord they will no longer walk in darkness but they will learn to walk as children of light lord father your word says this as we heard today that you are a god of light lord father and lord that is the place that we want to be lord father we want to be completely in the open we want to be completely transparent we want to be lord father lord children who are willing to be walking in the light so that lord 
Nothing, Lord Father, Lord, will hinder us from experiencing the fullness and the measure of your love that you have in store for us, Lord. Father, we need your love on a daily basis, Lord Father, Lord. Just like a car runs on petrol and fuel, Lord Father. Lord, it is necessary to keep the petrol, Lord Father, Lord, in that fuel tank for the car to move forward. Father, we want that love, Lord Father, Lord, to continue to, Lord Father, be in our hearts, Lord, every single day so that we can move forward and we can see breakthrough after breakthrough. We can see victory after victory in our lives, Lord. Father, I want to thank you once again for this time that you've given to us, Lord. We surrender each of us into your hands, Lord. In Jesus' most mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. That really spoke to me. And I pray that it spoke to you as well. I want you to remember this. It doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at. Our Heavenly Father is always with you. I want to say this. If you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again. And I'm really hoping to see you next week.